I'm now joined by offensive coordinator for the Helsinki Roosters, Coach Daniel Stanzel. Coach, how are you doing today? I'm good, man. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks for asking. So, thank you. First of all, thank you for coming on to the show. We've got some questions for you today. Um, so, I'm just going to fire away straight away and get into it. So, what aspects of the Roosters' offense made it possible for your quarterback, Bryce Stancombe, to be so efficient against the UNC defense? I think uh, to answer that question, we have to talk about Bryce himself. Um, I've, I've been around a few teams now uh, in Europe, and I haven't seen an arm talent like him uh, or like his. Uh, we actually play basketball as well, and that guy doesn't miss from the three-point line. Oh. So um, he's a he's a great quarterback, obviously uh, talent-wise, but especially when you watch film, you can you can see the nuances of of the game and his reads and the stuff he does really well so um i mean here i just have to say he made it work um and the film really ex exposes that to the stuff that he does so well i think that was the key to get into a rhythm and i, I can only just recommend anyone who kind of you know is into quarterbacking to watch our games uh, i think i truly believe he's he's one of the best right now in europe I'm glad he's doing well because that first game against uh, Swedish Hall that you played preseason, we didn't really get to see much of it because there was a few offensive line issues and stuff, but you seem to have worked that out now. And he's he's absolutely balling back there. He's got time to throw. He's making right reads. He's being very efficient. He's being very, very safe, but also throwing a lot of touchdowns as well. So it's exactly what you want from your starting quarterback. For sure. And I think, uh, you know, that, that, that also shows the kind of leadership uh, that he brings to the table. I mean, uh, you know, it, it's his first contract in Europe and, you know, he comes to, to Finland and he comes in January to Finland and, uh, you know, works with me and, and, you know, with this really young offense. And then suddenly your first game is against Schwäbisch Hall. So kudos to him for buying in, you know, for building this culture um, and, and developing the young talent we have. And, you know, the, the, the growth that, you know, we as an offense have taken is, is, is because of Bryce and, and uh, the stuff he does. Great. I'm glad he's a good fit for you. Looking back at the UNC defense that you played, what were you able to exploit in that defense to help you get an early lead in the game? You probably saw on our sideline, we were very low in numbers. We were missing about 20 players. And our leading rusher, Ato Mikkonen, yeah, no he was Arthur. out with an injury. And our left guard and you know college prospect, Alex Inetti, he was out. So we had to move some pieces around. Uh, our tight end, Gustav Wallstein, started as our left tackle. And, and Daifi and Gazinen shared running back reps. So the start was really about get our footing, you know, see that uh, we get the confidence early. And, and, you know, call plays that work for us. Because, uh, you know, especially with this young team, they don't really know how good they really are. And as, as soon as it clicked, then it took off. And I made sure, you know, to to feed those running backs. And I think on the first play of the game, I pulled our uh, 90 kilo uh, left tackle. So uh, that was really what the start was about, is what works for us and how can we, you know, get this thing going, even with, with very low numbers. A nice game for you to be able to do that as well obviously dominant in in the victory so what was the deciding factor when you took out your starters and you got your backups in to let them have some playing time like what 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 point of the game did you think right this is now time to be fair uh some of our second stringers 
were actually already on the field uh, with the first drive. And when Bekumaki went down for a little bit and had to be, you know, taken out uh, to be evaluated, uh, Söderholm stepped in, and he's also the guy that later replaced uh, Emmerich Nicole uh, when he went down. So and. Gajander, he's the former sprinter that scored two touchdowns. Yep, yep. He's also in some of the packages. So um, the only main change we made was Bryce. That was about uh, the third quarter. And, you know, we pulled Bryce because we have uh, this Finnish quarterback, Henry uh, Vanenen, who has just gotten back. And we also wanted to evaluate him. You know, uh, it might have been a bit early, but I, I, the Russos have always had this tradition of developing their players. I live by that as well. Um, and as you said, you had a few injuries already going into the game. So you had twos and threes repping in already. You know, losing someone like Akdu was a, a kind of a loss for that game. But it got those other guys some, some valuable game time. And as you say, it's all about development and working towards, you know, next man up mentality and, and, and next year. You know, you don't know who you're going to have or you don't know who you're going to have next game, for instance, or later on in the season. It only takes well, one I mean, injury, I guess. Or, you know, uh, with our young team, just one high school graduation party or, you know, like a yeah. vacation with the parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. So after two consecutive 40-plus offensive games now, how do you feel about the offense's development so far this season? I feel good. I think um, I feel good about the offense, but especially uh, for the team too. I think uh, we have been growing since the Schwäbisch Hall game and we constantly doing so um, yes our average age is 21 yes we our right tackle from Estonia Christopher he has played two games before he came to join us and 18 years old and yes like I said a lot of kids are finishing high school right now but uh, we are constantly improving and we constantly grow and learn and, and that's I think that's what makes me happy so um, two guys that haven't really been talked about much are our two wideouts right there's uh, Darmo Bitskanen and Vennery Reino and uh, Darmo has made two huge catches right before we scored for the first time uh, in the last UNC game and and him stepping up kind of gave us the confidence to, to score right after that and Vennery I think he has now five catches on the season three of them are touchdowns so uh, I gotta start calling him RV you know kind of <laughs> red zone vine <laughs> or something but no but that kind of shows you that those guys stepped up and and that's kind of um, that the progress those guys are making and we making as an offense also as a team is what we really need right that's that's what kind of makes me happy and that's how I kind of feel good about this whole team is that it's constantly improvement and and you know just uh, that was our first away game. It was raining. You know, UNC had some bodies, all right? And to even, like, to overcome that or, like, a slow start, um, that kind of makes me feel like we're on the right path. Yeah, it's a, it's a great achievement, no doubt. I mean, what you're doing with the offense this season is, is great. And you seem to have the pieces together. And like you say, a real young, developing team. But with someone like Bryce, who's very experienced, what, seven years at college? to have a guy like that be in the team and help these young guys through. He seems to be doing wonders for them, which is great. And I guess it's only going to get better as the season goes on. I guess that's uh, it's a good question for you um, as well, because you, you've been around here now, is um, would you take mobile quarterback over a uh, pocket passer? Ooh, that's, that's tough. I, uh, 
I mean, I guess with like a mobile QB, you've always got that X factor because you just you get them outside and they they can just make things happen. A, a guy I play with in my team in in the UK, he's an American guy and he just he's got that X factor. He just makes things happen and he just pulls something off crazy and he can still throw like a 60 70 yard bomb as well. So, I guess for me I probably would go the mobile QB if I'm thinking of an offensive coordinator. If I'm thinking with my wide receiver head I want the ball, <laughs> so probably like a pocket passer <laughs> rather than a running QB, but bigger picture, yeah, I would say, let's say a, a mobile guy. But it's not all about running down the field. You know, you look at guys like Tom Brady who moves around in the pocket. It's, you don't have to be mobile out downfield. It could just be those slight little movements in the pocket and stuff that, that works well for you. So it's not all yeah, about mobility. For sure. And I think, um, but the biggest issue I see, um, especially when it comes to scouting and I talk to other coaches all around Europe, is that mobile quarterback and their highlights, they just mm. they stick out to people, right? And a guy, a guy like Bryce, he's athletic. You know, he can run. He scored, I think, uh, three touchdowns already on his feet, you know. So, um, but... He won't have it on his highlight tape because he also has a lot of amazing throws there, right? I, so I there's you, a lot of guys. I bet you he's going to have that touchdown catch on his highlight reel <laughs> after this <laughs> season, that Philly special. <laughs> That's going to be on there, I know. <laughs> well, I'm glad it worked out, you know? <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Was that was that pre-called before? When, obviously, we're going back a couple of games now, but was that pre-called before the game, are we going to run it today? Or was it just a, come on, let's run this now. We've been practicing it. Let's give it a go. No, I, I think uh, we, we plan for certain situations where we might have to pull that out. Yes. And we had to show it because we wanted to score there. Um, yep. So I guess, you know. Yeah, nice. Gone off a bit of a tangent there. So let's get back to the final question now. All right, for sure. So going into your bye week, what things are you guys going to focus on to continue developing your offense? your offensive success when you play the crocodiles on june the 12th uh june the 12th june the 10th this is the first long distance away game for a lot of guys right and i think that's the biggest challenge for us as coaches to kind of prepare them the best way possible right you have a late night shift you know you have those late practices and then the, like the early bus that leaves and mm. i mean it's always the same routine you know you know that you you get up before the kioski opens and <laughs> yeah. uh you stop for some meatballs and mashed potatoes abed say and then you go to senayoki which arguably might be one of the toughest teams you know the most physical teams to play against so um to prepare them for that that whole process i think that's going to be the biggest key and uh, like I said, we have 17-year-olds on our on our team, so making sure that they're on time, that they don't drink Yaffa and eat potato chips the whole bus. I hope you're listening, Shaggy. That's all for you, by the way. Um, so that's going to be one huge area of concern. Of course, like, I mean, we have to prepare for the Crocs themselves. Uh, their running game is just spectacular. I've been around long enough to know how great Powell is, and as an offense, you know we have to we have to expect to to get physical um so this week is really about what we as coaches can do right to put them in a situation to have success you know yeah i guess there's no real way to replicate an away day game you just gotta go with it and hope hope like you say they turn up on time maybe maybe tell them half an hour early the buses but the buses leave in before it goes <laughs> get them to turn up early <laughs> The distances in Finland are something different. Oh, they're crazy, man. Crazy. 
Anyway, any last words from yourself? Thanks for having me. Um, if anything comes up ever, please don't hesitate to ask. I always love to talk football and X's and O's. And uh, yeah, best of luck to you and your show as well. Lovely. Uh, Coach, just a thanks from me and all of us AFF for coming on the show, taking the time to talk to me today. I've had fun. It's been great. And um, we've had a nice little football chat, which is which is brilliant. So good luck for the rest of the season. I'm sure we'll get you on at some point again and have a, have a nice week off. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs>